Welcome back. It's episode three. We're going to talk about five steps to gaining a better understanding of your why. Why you're doing what you're doing. I cannot wait. Let's get started. Hey there, friend. Are you a sassy, audacious unicorn mama who's on a mission to grow your network marketing business? Are you tired of the copy-paste culture, ready to set goals and map out a strategic, authentic plan to get there? Hi, I'm Michelle. Welcome to the Growth Against the Grain podcast. I've been in the network marketing space for over 10 years. I've leveled up, earned the goodies, sat at the top 2%, and know what it takes to get you there. More importantly, I know what it takes to do it being you. I'm here to help you achieve your business goals through strategy, mindset, healthy living, and a whole lot of fun. This podcast is all about equipping you with strategies to be that unicorn mama and grow your business while still showing up for your family and all the things that make you, well, you. Okay, go warm up that cup of coffee for the second, or let's be honest, eighth time. I know how it goes. And let's get started. Are you looking to get unstuck? Want to hit those goals or not sure how to level up? Schedule a one-on-one coaching session. Go to the link in the show notes to schedule a time. I cannot wait to work with you. Business health is important, but so is your personal health. Let's talk about gut health. Did you know that 80% of your serotonin is made up in your gut? Serotonin is the key hormone that stabilizes mood, enables brain cells and other nervous system cells to communicate with each other, impacts the entire body, and helps with sleeping, eating, and digestion. Having a serotonin deficiency looks like anxiety, depressed mood, insomnia, irritability, aggression, and low self-esteem. A healthy gut equals a happier, healthier mama. Click the link in the show notes to find out how you can start healing your gut within 24 hours of your first spoonful and save $10. This week, I had the opportunity to go on a field trip with my youngest daughter. We made the decision at the end of the last school year in all the craziness to move her to one of our local private schools. Definitely a huge decision and a huge financial sacrifice, but we really felt the Lord leading us in this direction, and I can't even tell you how incredible and amazing it's been. As if being on campus every single day since November isn't enough, they were able to work an overnight field trip. Gold rush, you know, she's in fifth grade, so they missed that last year in fourth grade. So they were able to do it so we could do this overnight field trip. So of course... I wanted to be there. I wanted to, you know, I don't I don't like to miss out on all of those picture opportunities, the opportunity to build memories, the chance to just be there with her. Here's the thing. Yes, it was fun. However, it was the absolute worst night's sleep I've had in ages. Like, I'll probably need a few rounds with my chiropractor and maybe some PT for my shoulder. I totally wish I were kidding. Totally not. But as I was driving home with her, yes, another one of the perks of private school, you get to drive your own kiddo, sleepy as all get out, I thought, this is why I do what I do. 
I've chosen this route of growing and building a virtual business so that I can pay a lot of money for a terrible night's sleep and memories that will stay with us for a lifetime. I say that jokingly, but really, that's what it comes down to. I've chosen this avenue so that I can have these opportunities and be part of them. You don't have to put your kid in private school to have those opportunities. This just happens to be my story. At one point or another in your journey, you've been asked, what is your why? And let me guess, it was something like time freedom, financial freedom, something like that, right? I'm not knocking those goals at all. I think they're great. In fact, I've said the same exact thing. But here's where I want to challenge you. Why do you want those things? Why do you want those things? What will it mean to have time and financial freedom? How will that play out in everyday life? For me, this week is a perfect example of time freedom. The ability to say yes to something because I can. I didn't have to consult with my vacation days. I didn't have to swap with someone else. I didn't have to have someone cover my shift. I didn't have to write sub plans. I didn't have to talk to my boss. And let's be clear. If you would have had to do any of those things and you like that, then that's awesome. That's just not what I want or how I want to roll. Oh, and can I add, while I was away for one night, pretty unplugged from all that was going on in the world around me, my team, they were crushing it. They killed the goals that we had set. So if part of your why is to be more present with your family and still grow an audaciously incredible team, you can do that. You just have to put things in place to make that happen. Here's what I want to accomplish today. I want to inspire you to achieve your God-sized goals so that you can boldly step into the unicorn God created you to be and impact the lives of those around you. Let's dig in and get to the real meat. You've likely been told that if your why doesn't make you cry, then it's probably not strong enough. There's a reason why so much time is spent and encouraged on discovering your why. Let's understand a few things first. One, your why is your motivation for doing what you do. Two, money is not or should not be the reason you get up every morning. I'm going to say that one more time. Money is not or should not be the reason you get up every morning. Three, your why needs to be the reason you get up. The reason you wade through the deep waters or the really bad sleep on a really narrow cot. (laughs) Your why needs to be able to push you, needs to get you through the things when it gets super tough. Have you read either or both of Simon Sinek's books, Start With Why or Find Your Why? I recently ordered Find Your Why, so I'm really excited to delve more deeply into it. If you haven't, go get them now. You can find the links in the show notes. I've made it super easy for you. I love his golden circle. The idea is that we have three circles. Think of a bullseye, like, you know, target, 
the outer circle being what, what you do, the product or service you offer, the middle circle, how, how you do it, how you sell or offer what you offer, how are you different from the competition, the inner circle, why, and this is the key, knowing why you do what you do. As Cynic says it, why is not about making money. That's a result. Why is a purpose, cause, or belief. It's the very reason your organization exists. Whoa, did that just kick things up for you a bit? I'm going to repeat that again. Why is not about making money. That's a result. Why is a purpose, cause, or belief. It's the very reason your organization exists. The first time I read that, I was literally the emoji, the emoji, you know, the one with like the brain exploding. Yeah, that was me. We've all worked with a company or a person who is clearly driven by the monetary outcome of the transaction. It shows. Heck, I'm going to be honest. I know I've been guilty of it myself. But on the other side, we can recall those interactions where the person we're working with is clearly motivated by something stronger. Case in point, recently, we went to get the brakes on our car fixed. They'd been squeaking for the last year and a half. We had them fixed a year and a half ago. A month later, they started to squeak. The mechanic we'd been going to told us to bring in the car. But between life and the shutdowns and all that kind of stuff, we just didn't get it brought brought right in. It was a few months. In fact, it ended up being just about a year from the first time he fixed it. We got it in. He took care of it. But not really. I told him they were still squeaking. He seemed frustrated. I get it. We didn't really get the car in as quickly as we should have. He didn't really fight for us to get the car in as quickly as we should have. The the brake pads were now out of warranty, blah, 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 you know, whatever. So a squeaking we went. Finally, I was tired of pulling up to the pickup line at school, squeaking all the way. I mean, let's just be honest. My pride really had had enough. I finally tell my husband, okay, I'm done. I'm over this. Like, we need to get this fixed. So he gives me the name of a mechanic he's heard great things about. I call him. He can get us in the next day. Fantastic. We drop the car off. Front brakes replaced. Everything is taken care of. I pick the car up, go to pick my daughter up from school, and guess what? Yep, the darn things are still squeaking. Palm to face and just like a little steam coming out of my ears. I call him. I tell him they're still squeaking pull up to pick up, thinking all this time I was going to glide in. No one's going to even hear me. I was going to be like, you know, stealth. No, still squeaking. So he tells me, bring the car in. He's pretty sure he knows what's going on. Okay, no problem. Long and short of it, he explained it to me. Insert, you know, me as Charlie Brown and his mom. I know I just totally aged myself, but wah, 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 wah. I don't know what he said. All I really was envisioning is me pulling up to that pickup line without squeaking. What he tells me is the back brakes were what was causing the problem. They had missed it and he was livid. He was so mad with his team because he prides himself in doing a thorough job. This guy is awesome. It was extremely apparent that his desire was to serve his customers. Not only did he do the rear brakes, In an hour, while my daughter and I sat there, he did it, ready for this? He did it for free. That's how strongly he understands why he does what he does. 
Because he took responsibility and went above and beyond, we are fans for life. Side note, if you're in my area and looking for an honest and amazing mechanic, DM me. I would love to give you his information. I share all of that because there's a reason why one of the first things you do when you start with your company is to figure out your why. Without a doubt, understanding why and the motive and reasoning behind your business will absolutely be the difference maker. You are not the only one doing what you do. Remember in episode two where we talked about being that unicorn? Having a firm and clear why is definitely something a true boss babe unicorn understands. If you don't know why you're doing it, then you'll be working from the outside in rather than moving from the inside out. Okay, what does that mean? Going back to Cynic's golden circle, moving from the what to the how to the why, that's moving from the outside in. What you really want to be doing is you want to be motivated from the inside out, working from your why to then your how to then your what. Your why has to be specific and it can't be money. It needs to be more than that. Yes, the money is nice, but what will the money do for you? I heard someone once talk about their why. They said that they worked their business so they could buy a boat. Okay, that's great. They were probed a little bit further. Why do you want to buy a boat? The more they dug, the more they realized that the boat represented time with the family. Time on the lake with just them. Making memories together. Enjoying the outdoors. Having the flexibility, both time and financially, to enjoy one another. Build relationships with friends. New experiences. And so much more. Okay, now that's a great why. In order to be truly successful, you need to be working from the why outward. I highly recommend you read or listen to Simon Sinek's books that I recommended earlier. He's really going to help you get deep into your why. For us, we're going to stay with why are you doing what you're doing right now? We're going to just scratch the surface, but this will be a great springboard into that why behind the why. Any successful business owner, like my mechanic, knows that to truly succeed, you have to have a strong why. You have clear goals and make a plan. This will definitely be a recurring theme. Creating that plan starts with your vision of what you want. That vision for us today is your why. We're going to break this down into five steps or questions or five things to do, basically. So here we go. I know that was a long intro into all of this, but let's get down to the nitty gritty and really get started. One, ask yourself, why did you partner with the company you're with? When you started, what did you hope to get out of it? What was your goal? Was it to earn a few extra dollars? Was it to build friendships? Really think about that, especially for those of you who have been with your company for a number of years. You've gone through this for a while. Go back. Why is it that you partnered with this company? For those of you who are just getting started, what was appealing to you? 
what made you hit that submit button and partner with this company? Two, who is affected? Who in your life would be affected by you hitting those goals? Your spouse, your kids, your friends, your parents? Who? Number three, how can hitting your goal help? I think it's pretty safe to say that money is a big part of why you started. But I want you to think about what can that money do for you, for your family, for those around you, those people that you wrote in number two who's affected? How can that money help them? Would an extra 100, 200, 500, 1,000, and so on allow you to pay off debt, save for vacation, pay for braces, pay for school, put money away for a rainy day, splurge on something fun, help someone in need, give more freely? I mean, really, we could go on and on and on. What are you going to put in there? How can hitting your goal help? What's it going to do? Number four, how will hitting those goals make you feel? A few years back, we were able to pay off a big debt that we had to our beloved Uncle Sam. No one loves owing money, especially not to the IRS. We had been chipping away at it little by little, month after month, and finally, we sent in the final payment. To say that we were euphoric would be an understatement. That meant that the money we were sending off each and every month was now ours. It could be used for something else. That goal had been on my vision board for years. To see it finally coming to fruition was so incredible. How about you? Can you envision checking something off of your list? How will that make you feel? Write it down. Which brings me to number five. Write it down. Write it out as clearly as you possibly can. Now, if you go and read either of those books by Simon, you'll, we're buddies, you know, I just call him Simon. You'll quickly see that he takes you much deeper. And I strongly encourage you to keep digging. Until then, take these previous four points and write out your why. Create your vision board and get as detailed as possible. Get as nitty gritty as you can so you can fully understand why you do what you do. One thing my coach staff has encouraged me to do was write a letter describing things, a day in the life type thing, you know, a year from now. Can I tell you, it was so awesome and so completely scary. I wrote things out that I'd been dreaming about for a very long time. Here's what I know. I do not believe in manifestation. I don't believe that I can tell God what I want and he's going to make it happen. He's not a genie in a bottle. That's not the point of this exercise for me at all. For me, it's an exercise to see where my heart is at and how I can more clearly pray. The Lord commands us over and over to be specific in our requests. Does that mean he will answer them the way we request? No, but he's going to answer how is best for us and in the way that will bring him the most honor and glory. So write it down. Get specific. Put that vision board together. I'm going to be real honest with you. For a long time, I kind of thought that those vision board things were a little woo-woo. It's really just not my thing. I'm not going to do it. But there is something so important about seeing it every single day 
every single day I saw that on my vision board with the IRS and X'd out, it was like, yes, we are going to do that. And it just fueled my motivation and and it And it was in a place where my family could see it. And there's still a lot of things that are on there. But when I get to cross things off, it's pretty exciting. Can I add a caveat that I don't know if I hear this very often, but there are some people who join a business and their reason has absolutely nothing to do with money. Friend, your why doesn't have to have anything to do with money for you. Maybe you're looking for connection and community. Awesome. These steps are just as vital for you. Let's recap. One, why did you choose the company you're currently with? Two, who is affected by you achieving the goals you set? Three, how will hitting your goals help you and those you love? Four, how will hitting your goals make you feel? Five, write them out. Take these five questions and steps. Use them to determine why you're doing what you're doing. Writing these down are great, but let's be honest. The real gold will come when you share it. Share your why with your spouse or your best friend or your accountability partner. Someone you trust who is rooting for you. Okay, girl, go lean into that unicorn God created you to be and let your light shine bright. If you found value in today's episode, hit the share button and pass this along. Let's grow our unicorn squad. Hey there, friend. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and learned something new or helpful, it would mean so much to me if you hit subscribe or snap a pic, share it in your social, and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping our unicorn tribe grow. Until next time, keep being you.